Welcome to Changing the Rules, a weekly podcast about people who are living their best lives and advice on how you can achieve that too. Join us with your lively host, Ray Lowe, better known as the luckiest guy in the world. It's going to have to be a different man. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Changing the Rules. And I'm fortunate this morning that I'm sitting here in our wonderful studio here in Willow Street, Pennsylvania, and I have a world-famous celebrity author sitting in front of us. He's laughing right now. And uh, Don Heelan is a great friend of mine. And we've known each other, not for a long time, but we both live in the same community and we've met each other and we're working on different projects together. And, and Don is certainly one of the luckiest people in the world. He has been on our podcast before. And uh, the reason he's here today is he just came out with a brand new book, It is part of a series of thrillers that he has written. This one is called Buried Relics. Uh, I'm about halfway through the book, so I know enough to be dangerous, but I promise I'm not giving up secrets over here. And it has uh, kept me actively reading, at least so far. I have to tell you that we got a copy of the book. My wife scarfed it up immediately and wouldn't let me have it until she finished reading. So it's got to be pretty good. So, Don, welcome to Changing the Rules. Well, thank you much, Ray. I, I think what I need to do is hire hire you as my public relationship. Guy. Well, you know, it, it's uh, I I know a lot about uh, the way you write, and you've opened up a whole world to me because when I read your stuff now, it's not just a mystery novel to me or a thriller novel. There's a sense of character in here that I understand. There's a sense of plot that I know what you kind of go through to develop, and I I kind of know how you. Uh, develop stuff for your readers and it's you've got a specific market of readers that you head toward it's it's good stuff so i'm looking at this whole world of novel writing in an entirely different way so tell us what you can first about buried relics without giving away too much well it's like all of my novels there's two or three plot lines in there because what i try to do is move from one plot line to another like if my hero is having a big problem and looks like he may not live through that, then another member of the team, we switch over. So there's usually at least two or three plot lines. In this one, I got interested in the problems that the U.S. had these these incredible challenges with the river dance program in Afghanistan. They were trying to get rid of it, and of course they failed miserably. Then my grandson has been very interested in the whole thing about forgotten civilizations. And he said, Grandpa, you just need to get into that. And you know what? As I started reading it and about it, I found out that the archaeologists now are are using all sorts of carbon dating procedures, and they're pushing back the uh, arrows of time. For example, there's a lot of feeling now that the a sphinx in Egypt is actually 2,000 years older than anybody thought. So then I begin to think, 
Well, now, what's about this Atlantis? I bet that's something there. And so what happens is my hero doesn't realize, but he gets dispatched to Mexico to see if he can figure some of this out. So, so we toss all of these diverse topics into a creative mind, and we stir it up a little bit. Do we have to bang your head around a little bit before this stuff comes out in an organized fashion? No, I, I reserve that for my beautiful wife, Elaine. She does all the head banging that I need. Okay. So you come up with a, uh, a book. Right. And uh, one of the things that I know about you that is different than other people is you're, acti- you're, you're an active marketer to your marketplace. Right. You, you actually talk to people who read your book. And, and uh, so you have a community here right. of some sorts. How would you describe your community? Well, I'm lucky. The first thing I tell Every writer that wants to get involved is it's very easy. Writing is an art, but publishing is a business. So what you need to do, I've been blessed with a publisher who has been uh, with me for almost 11 years now. And together we've put together nine suspense novels and three memoirs. And she stays with me because I get out and about and move around and introduce myself to people. And I really find, once they're interested in a find you're an author, they say, well, tell me about your books. And then if they start reading them, oftentimes I'm lucky enough to retain them as a reader. Okay, so you're back again with your favorite hero, right? Zach Kelly. Right. Uh, So where did Zach come from in your life? Well, Zach is an amalgamation of this guy, Don Helan. You know, I spent almost 30 years in the Army. During that time, I spent, gosh, almost uh, three tours, 10 years in the Pentagon. I was in Vietnam. I was in Germany, a lot of different posts. And I got to thinking, Zach Uh, I had a friend who was a mentor to me, Lee Childs, in um, Thriller Writers, and he has a series character. And I found that the first book I did with Zach, I really liked him. He's got a small team, and they work together, and I said, I'm just going to stay with that team, and that's what I've done. And so in all of my novels, it's the same series character, but oh my goodness, they just get in all kinds of trouble and so far, I've been able to get them out of it, and I hope I can do it. Yeah, so how do you come up with these characters? I, I get the idea where Zach came from, because right. he is your kind of alter ego. Is, is, is he the guy you wish you were? I think so. And, you know, I think oftentimes your characters, you know, are a little better looking, a little better athletes, a little better at doing things. And you say, well, there I go. Now, it's not complete, but um, that's enough there. And then my other characters, I learned an important lesson, I guess it was about eight years ago, by a guy that taught creative writing at uh, Berkeley. And he said you need to develop a bio for every one of your key characters. And you need to have their physical, psychological, and physiological traits. So you know that character, and he doesn't have blue eyes halfway through and brown eyes. So I, all of my key characters, 
the villains who I always love. I, I've always been a guy who enjoys writing about a villain because they're interesting people. But I always do this uh, character study, and that way I can tell you what these characters are like. Okay. So uh, any other comments you want to make about buried relics? I mean, we're going to get people to read this thing. And uh, if, if they don't go out and read them, I'm going to tell them how it ends before they buy the book <laughs> and ruin it all for them. Uh, and, and then there are a couple of other projects that we're working on together that I'd like to get into. But uh, I, I did notice one character snuck into your book who I kind of recognized. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of it. All of a sudden, I woke up one day and this Brigadier General Ray Lowe came into my mind and I said, I wonder, that might be interesting. And I'm not sure where I got that name, but all of a sudden there he was and he's a Brigadier General. Would you believe that? Yeah, so I'm halfway through the book and I finally found the, the first part of him. I still have no idea whether I'm a good guy or a bad guy. So don't tell me, Don. No, you have to read the book, uh, right? Okay. Okay, so uh, um, Number one, make sure you, you get a copy of the book. This is just one of many, and I'm, I'm about halfway through Don's books at this time in terms of the sequence, and they, they're, they're interesting. They've got a great theme to them, and they move pretty well. So uh, Thank you. But, but let's talk about a couple of other things that I know you've been working on. Uh, we've been talking a lot about telling your story. Right. And how important it is to tell your story. And I know one of the things that you start, I don't know if you started it, but you're certainly actively involved in a memoir group here where people can start to write what they want their kin to know about them. Right. And, you know, uh, when I first got here, I'd written probably about five, maybe six thrillers. And I really hadn't thought a lot about memoirs. But then, as I sat down and started talking to people, I have one friend who has, still has his German accent, and I said, how in the world did you get here? And he grew up in East Germany, and one night, a friend of his, and he put together a kayak and sailed off on the coast and were picked up by a Danish liner and dropped off in West Germany. And, Ray, I could tell you stories like that about so many of my friends, the hot air balloonist. So I said, we need to get, get together with a memoir group. And what I've done, you know, if you are, for a writer, if you're writing a story and you're writing a novel, your readers expect a good story. But if you're writing a memoir, your readers are going to still expect a good story. So in the memoir group, what we do is use some of the techniques that I've learned over the years to help make a good novel and interesting so that you can actually pre present something to your reader that doesn't put them to sleep or look like a textbook. Yeah, I can see now where one of your next novels coming up is going to have an escape from Germany by kayak, <laughs> and another one might have an escape from Germany by a balloon or whatever it well, is, sure. right? Why not? So, so you get these ideas uh, just by talking with people, by helping them write their story, and then who knows where they go, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, so one of the, uh, the projects that we're working on together, uh, one of the things that Don has become is he's become uh, an expert 
interviewer as a podcast host. And uh, we have a podcast here uh, at uh, where we live, Willow Valley, called Life Under the Willow Tree. And and uh, Don has conducted a number of interviews on this. But we're going to roll out something interesting next year that ties in with uh, your novel writing to some extent. Right. And I, I'll just say it's something that we call a private podcast. Uh, do you want to make a comment or two? Yeah, I, th- I think it's a great idea because I have a lot of friends that I've heard these stories, but you know they're not good writers or they don't have time or they don't have the, the get up and go to put all that down on a piece of paper. But their story is tremendous and I'm convinced that a lot of people would love to hear it. And so maybe we can help them tell that story so that they can uh, get across to their family and friends and stuff like that without doing all the work of writing a memoir. Yeah, the difference between a private podcast and a regular podcast is the regular podcast is kind of designed to be heard here and now. Right. You know, it's it's people talking about what they do or something that's important. Uh, But uh, a lot of times... People have a message that they would like to get to people that maybe are not even born yet. Uh, you know, if you think about it, I don't know about you, Don, but I think every once in a while I, I'd like to know more about my great-grandparents. Absolutely. I, I have no idea who they are, and there's right. nothing written. And, uh, and, and so part of what we're going to be trying to do here is to be uh, able to capture their story. Right. So, so whether you do it with a memo or memoir, mm-hmm. whether you do it with a podcast, and the other thing I think we're going to explore in this group is this whole concept of photos. Absolutely. So, so uh, stay tuned. And Don will be back many, many times in the future. Uh, I will probably be talking about another novel that he's going to bring out at some point in time, because once he gets going, I don't think he can stop. OK. <laughs> yeah. And and especially as he meets people along the way and he finds out the character development that he's writing, helping him write in a memoir is something that's absolutely fascinating and interesting. And and we. We have no idea where we're going with this private podcasting, but Don will be back in the near future because we're going to define that for our listeners here. And we hope that people who listen to Changing the Rules may have some private stories that they want to tell, too. Well, I think there's nothing better than helping someone tell their story. And I think any way we can do that, whether it be linking photos or a podcast or however we do it, I think it's a very important thing to pass on to the next generation. Yeah. Now, uh, in a closing remark here, uh, your latest novel, Buried Relics. Right. Uh, it's available on Amazon. It's on. It's if you go to my website, author Don Helan, it lists all nine of my thrillers and the three memoirs. And you can buy it there. You can buy it on Amazon. You can buy it from my publisher, Headline Books. Or the next time in town, stop me and we'll talk about it. Yeah, but whatever you do, buy it. It's <laughs> worth reading. Okay. So, uh, Carol McAllister, our engineer, would you sign us off, please? Thank you for listening to Changing the Rules. Join us next week for more conversation, our special guest, and to hear more from the luckiest guy in the world.
gonna have to be a different man. 